everybody, welcome to Exo Squad Goals, the Exo Squad Cast podcast. I'm Chris Mastalone. I'm Ryan Hardy. And I'm Chris Marantino. And on this episode, we're talking about season two, episode 22, that their fire ship. The, the, the fire. Uh, it's, this episode was written by Mark Edens and Brooks Watchdo. He did Venus Rising, so a lot of Venus going on. We'll get into that. Um, yeah, what'd you guys think of this one up front? Uh, this episode is real dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh really good i have one problem one Uh-oh. major problem with it um do you want to know the major problem with it yeah let's let let yeah. um yeah. that it deals with a storyline that should have been dealt with many episodes ago oh yeah it's like i i That's I, my I, issue with it. I i love this episode but there's definitely a couple of times where i was like wait what um no it's really good it's a, as an episode it is really good it should have happened uh much earlier in the season yeah like season two episode seven or something like that um deep cuts <laughs> okay so should, should we uh jump in on this guy no let's let's talk for a while okay. yeah let's jump in on this <laughs> I, bam 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 uh so we start with what looks like a neo-sapien scientist taking some readings in the martian wasteland but it's actually a spy and he's found a giant underground complex on Mars. So they're like, what's this big old complex doing down here? Oh, you want me to tell you, Chris? Oh, let me answer that question. Uh, No, we never find out. No clue. It never really comes up again. And in fact, it might have just been like a bunch of mines or like a coffee shop or it really doesn't matter at this point. Um, Because... We've got a giant MacGuffin chamber inside the Mars. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded really cool. I was like, cool. This is going to be a cool underground exploring episode i thought it was gonna be like freaking like alien with like you know bronski with a flashlight on his frame just like clearing tunnels and instead we get uh commander de soto which is also a name that from star trek uh i think the commander of the hood anyway uh she's all like there's only one way to discover the extent and purpose of this installation here it comes we have to put people on the ground a recon in force with E-frames. What'd I tell ya? If we can get in and out fast enough, we can accomplish the mission with minimal casualties. And at that moment, the camera pans from Able Squad to the previously unseen, I think, Delta and Echo squads that are standing behind them to the side. And I'm like, well... Cowards. <laughs> well, like, Just, yeah, D- Delta and Echo Squad. Disposable and expendable squads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I love. I just love that they literally say... Let's keep it to a minimum, guys. And they're just like, all these people are going to die. Every single one of them to the man. And then Bronski's, you know, all like... One's too many if you're the one. Swallow it, Bronski. And we're like, oh, he's getting introspective now. Must be sobering up. But the uh, it turns out that they're working with the pirates. They're on the cruisers Cobra and Eagle, I believe. And it turns out their point man with the pirates is none other than Barca. Oh, yeah, you just feel that, just feel that little Barco wave rolling over you. It's like guys, the, the, guys, the, you champ, make. champ, the champ is here, by the way. <laughs> this Barca, Barca is out of control per usual. Like, <laughs> just has the image of a John Cena Barca crossover. It's like, yes, you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are lying. You cannot see me. I'm cloaked. <laughs> So I, I have a new I have a new Barca theory, and 
And it's that like part of his genius is that he's so obviously the traitor that everyone's like, well, he can't be betraying us. Like he looks like a he looks like a Scooby Doo villain. Like he's like. <laughs> If I really was going to betray you, would I let you know by talking like this? Like, <laughs> right. No. It's like people who are like, Liberace can't be gay. Right, yeah. exactly. The most flamboyant <laughs> man obvious. on earth can't possibly be gay. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I have to go sleep away for 20 minutes to talk to Phaeton. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, there, how many times has it been like, he's been literally like on the phone, space phone with Phaeton, and they're just like... Who are you talking to, Barca? No one. It was my mother. She's blue and has paintings on her head. And you're like, also, also like, they, they can't use cell phones. Barca has to put up like a projector that has like Phaeton's face on it. Oh yeah, no. Barca's a very visual learner. He can't he can't handle just sounds. Barca, why are you in the bathroom for so long? I'm literally twisting my tiny mustache. <laughs> You think I just wake up this way? No. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to find mustache wax in space? Um, so it, it, it has a mint. because I'm a pirate. It has a mint smell to it. Smell this. <laughs> like, but by that by that logic, it'd be like anytime there's an explosion in the fleet, it'd be like, you smell that? It smells like mint. Was bark? Was that you? No. I was blowing something else up. Not the thing you were thinking of. If you know what I mean, I was in the toilet. <laughs> um, so you, you yeah, might so say they're going to go attack yeah. this underground facility. <laughs> it's and, better we didn't finish uh, that one. And Typhonus launches a trap, which the trap is just coming out to meet them. There's no ha ha. But also, it's like they make they play it off as if them letting the spy know about this facility was part of this like big trap. But in my mind, if there is actually a facility there, why would you not just keep it hidden instead of just trying to kill like, I don't know, like 30, 30 dudes, you know, it seems like a weird trade off. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's like they're killing a boat. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they don't even know that it's, that it's like JT Marsh per se. Well, right. maybe it is, but then they want to capture March. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, He's in every battle, of course. It's he's will be there. Yeah, he's he's the war man. Um, so the the ambush goes very well for the Neo Sapiens. We outnumber the uh, Exo fleet like four to one, or something like that. <laughs> Disposable and expendable squads are almost wiped out to the man. And uh, able squad is like, well, f this. We're gonna go down to uh, complete the mission. So they recall the other squads back to the the boats. Able Squad goes and they're just like cruising through some canyons. Maggie's frame gets her leg shot off. Then she's like, fuck this. Hits this one uh, Y-wing with some chain lightning. Then uh, fucking she crashes. This one guy gets a close up of, you know, your war is over. Uh, Sape, whatever. I don't know what they call humans. Do they have a derogatory term for humans or no? Terran, I guess. Yeah, they, they definitely say Terran with like an air of disdain. But yeah, so he gets this like little monologue and then Delion hits him with the EMP and we get a close up of his face as he spins out of control and crashes and dies. Another haunting death. Thanks, Exosquad. Torres throws Maggie on her back like fucking C-3PO on Chewbacca's back. And fucking, uh, they get, you know, well, actually, my biggest FU moment of the, the episode comes right here where they're on Mars. They're like about to head back to the fleet. 
and like marsala has a moment of introspection oh god yes and then nara goes come on marsala i know it's your home but i've had enough of mars for a while Hey, asshole, we gotta go. Motherfucker, you talk about Venus every five seconds. In this episode, does, you talk about Venus. Even, doesn't she even say, like, I'm glad to be leaving or something? Yeah, well, she's a total dick about it. Like, but yeah, if it's like, like, literally every five seconds in this show, she's talking about fucking Venus and the sun rising on Venus and Venus, Venus, Venus. And Marsala takes one goddamn second, like, one extra second in the wasteland, and she's like, okay, enough. Come on, let's go. And it's like, yeah. come on. Glad you're fun. I want to go now. (laughs) It's not awesome behavior. Yeah, but she does make up for it later by being a ninja, which is cool. Um, But they they do also bring up that she just does talk about Venus constantly. Oh yeah, it it is actually a plot point. Like how yeah, Hollis brings it up too. Yeah. The uh, so anyway, they they recall to the fleet. Commander DeSoto is like really torn up about the uh the attack going badly and gets a tear in her eye which i kind of wish she didn't because it kind of is like oh she's a lady she's crying you know what i mean um females are emotional chris yeah (laughs) neo sapiens don't have emotions but females have all the emotions no it's you know but and i was like actually i was actually and this is good design on their part i was actually getting a little attached to commander desoto because i'm like oh wow a new commanding figure you know maybe this will be a thing she sounds like a tough Nera Burns. Yeah, exactly. She's like someone maybe Nera can become friends with and she'll, you know, the bond over busting Bronsky's balls. And uh, immediately her ship explodes and she and Captain Nepo are dead. So, dead. yeah, probably, I think, assumed with the rest of a disposable and Echo Squad or Expendable Squad. <laughs> I can't believe I made it out of that battle. Oh, this is the last one. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty horrifying if you think of it. Um, but they're, don't worry guys, their deaths will be mourned and no one wouldn't feel tears about it. He could care less. Um, so it turns out that basically this is Barca's big move. He's under the, still under the thumb of big Neo Sapien and, uh, he's big turning, sape. yeah, <laughs> big sapes got him in his pocket. Um, and he's overtly just turning on the fleet and you know, his pirate, cohorts led by oh john quincy adams yeah <laughs> yeah he keeps busting into rooms and delivering like a one-liner and then capturing parts of like the squad well doc what's the prognosis not very good i'm afraid your condition may prove to be fatal he looks like a conk yeah he he really does actually <laughs> um the reinhardt law of lasers is supremely in effect here he oh my god lasers in this episode do not make any sense to me. No, not at all. Marcella gets shot 10 times. Everyone takes at least five times. And then somebody opens a jail cell with a laser gun. Like, yeah. By burning the metal. It really makes no sense. They, because uh, if, you know, if they said like, bring the extra troopers to us, that's one thing. They're on stun mode and all that. Here, they're just like fucking just glocking them. And there's no real reason to keep them alive. Because later they say that they were more or less dead. Anyway, they capture the uh, Able Squad. Nara, though, gets away by going on a jump kick rampage. I called it the APAB up, down, up, down <laughs> kick rampage. Like, yeah. she, like whoever whoever was playing her knew all the, the code to do that one jump kick over and over again. And it's hard because you've got to do eight buttons at the same time. She, like, she literally does a flying kick to like six guys who have rifles to the point where they're like, okay, just fucking let her go. Like, we've had enough of this kicking. So she's actually going to bust everyone out. So she devises this plan to go to the uh, her frame 
escape probably using stealth mode and warn the fleet that basically there's a mutiny going on and hollis Christmas time in hollis, comes up and he's just like you're crazy they'll blow you to atoms you want to live forever <laughs> it's the sunrise on venus as beautiful as you said oh come on you know fucking just do your thing. Forget Hollis. Hollis sucks. We all know Hollis sucks. I wrote Hollis, you piece of shit. But the reason that he betrays her is that it turns out that the Neo Sapiens promised Barca and the pirates Venus instead of Mars. So his reason to finally betray her there is that he's like, is the sunrise on Venus really as beautiful as you said? And it's like, it's all about fucking Venus. Everything's about Venus. I think he thinks he's trying to save her. Yeah, oh, he does. But here's the th- okay. So here's the thing. So his by plan- shooting her in the back. Exactly. And spoiler alert: later on, his big plan to warn the fleet is that he and Nara get into the heavy E frame they were just in and fly out of the cruiser and warn the fleet. So literally, if he didn't shoot her or if he shot her, it's the same thing. Yeah, or he could have said, "Hey, I'm going to stun you." In order to save your life. Wink. Gap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or just be like, just roll with it. And what? You know? And just, yeah. Yeah, but after that Mars crack, aren't you kind of glad he didn't? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't True. there. <laughs> but he knew. He heard it on the comm link. I wish Marsala had just, like, had done it. Just, like, uh, shut up. My, uh, like, he's... Like, you know when you have, like, a crush on someone and then, like, eventually you're like, why did I have a crush on that person? They're terrible. Oh yeah, I feel like that's he, Marcella. Dude, he jumps and takes a bullet for her, like so he she can get away. Six bullets for her. Yeah, <laughs> six silver bullets. Coors Light. Um, yeah. So basically, we get a thing where Typhonus explains what a fire ship is for like ten minutes. Uh, P.S. Barca, are you familiar with human history? And he's like, I'd rather make history than study it. Which is a total fucking alpha silverback fucking high T douche move which is great strongly high t answer i'm not into books (laughs) (laughs) i'll make books i don't read them um (laughs) so they basically are gonna give them a a monitor class ship which is nice to know the name of some things and they're gonna load it with i guess explosives and drive it into the middle of the fleet and blow up the resolute 2 with it because they're gonna be like oh pirates booty and like just drop it off they're gonna throw able squad in there just to be dicks about it and so basically the plan just doesn't work out. Hollis springs Nara out by shooting the jail cell, which again, shoot through metal, can't shoot through flesh. Hollis, though, was, since he's such a smooth-brained moron, Barca knew he was going to betray him because he saw that he was enamored with uh, with Nara basically being like, Are you sure she hasn't captured you? <laughs> captured your heart like my first wife. Yeah. You will lose the dog in the settlement, trust me. <laughs> um, pirate divorce must be a, a huge pain in the ass. So basically, he knew that Hollis was going to like spring her. So, you know, he goes to... He pulled all the fusion packs out of the E-frames, but he forgot to take the fusion pack out of Maggie's E-frame. This bird can't fly, but it can still fight. Freaking Nara jumps in there, starts shooting chain lightning at people. Hits nothing. Yeah, hits nothing, but they run away. Hollis gets motherfucking mowed down. Which was kind of great. You're fat, uh, which is apparently a pirate curse, because they jump, they take out that fusion pack, put it on the heavy frame, warn the fleet, go fly over to the monitor, save Able Squad. They go onto a lifeboat, which is just 
just hanging out in this totally abandoned and stripped uh stripped out pirate ship or you know fire ship i should say as one of our listeners points out why was that there because you know there's nothing else in the place but yeah it was a jive turkey beer beer baron full life said why have life pods on a ship you're you just packed with explosives yeah plot holes yeah and basically everyone gets clear and when the bomb goes off that they've set it doesn't blow up any of the fleet but sadly it blows up barca the monitor it's still in tow get us loose before it's too late but he wasn't ever gonna make it anyways because uh it's a type it's typhonus right yeah, I think so. They're like, you're really giving him Venus? He's like, all of Venus that Barker will ever see is a six-foot hole. Like, <laughs> so you, my man was my man was never making it out alive. True. And also, I will, you know, I'll give uh, Typhonus credit, though, because he implies that he will take Barker's remains back to Venus and bury him, even though they were all over deep space. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to think Barker was off shooting a movie for the last several episodes, and that's why... <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get him back. Um, Hollis ends up in a hospital bed. Yeah. And, which, and severely neurologically damaged. Which can only make things better from here on out. Which I think I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be intelligent. And like Nara's like, you're going to be fine. Like, <laughs> that's not something you you become fine from. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I learned one lesson from this episode, and it's don't be friends with Nara Burns. Because Marsala gets shot, James is dead, and Hollis just got fucking, you know, his brain shot off. So oh it doesn't end well if you have any sort of relationship with Nara Burns. Um, Typhonus doesn't get a great one-liner because he doesn't, you know, his Neo Mega guy's like, I don't know what all this means. And he's like, it means Phaeton no longer has a spy. With that said, and before we go into our In Memoriam segment, um, what do you guys think about this episode? Like, deep thoughts. Um, deep thoughts or can I give you some non-deep thoughts? Oh yeah. Here's some non-deep thoughts. Um, early on in the episode, Typhon says, we'll give them a welcome. They shall never forget. And then the Omega very says very snippily or survive. Um, <laughs> They're the worst. Enjoy that. Um, oh, here's a deep thought. Maggie is always working on the E-frames, which I like. Oh yeah. I like that. I like that this shit's always you know, gone to hell. Yeah, she's keeping it in um, repair, man. Bronski kills three dudes while doing backflips, which is pretty dope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, everyone else retreats. JT doesn't. So you can use the solar flare. No, I'm just kidding. Does not use solar flare. <laughs> I thought about that, especially like this is the one time you could totally do it. No treble, but no. Um, there's one pirate that has a sword. Right, and a good one liner, too. Pirate, because pirates have swords. Um... <laughs> It's a space they sword. Shoot. Space sword. Totally shoot. canceled. Space Where there is no light or sound. Um Marsh JT gets shot like in the gut with a laser. And he falls over. It looked really painful. Oh yeah, like point blank. It was awesome. Uh, none of the pirates have sleeves. <laughs> it's, it's all about that gun show, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and there's a weird shot at the end of Barker counting down the, the timer going, 10, 9, 
eight, seven. And they're, and they're like, Parker, the bomb's on our ship. He goes, oh, what? And then gets blown up. <laughs> he doesn't get a good, like, one-liner or a good, like, you know, Barker, out. And then he, like, blows up. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's sort of confusing. He's, like, counting down the thing. And then it turns out that he's on the ship with the bomb. Yeah, well, or, or he's, he's the, the on the ship beam. with the bomb, but it's too close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> tractor very, beams are a thing. But it's a very dumb death. <laughs> kind of fitting for Barca, maybe the smartest dumb man in the fleet. I like the tractor beam, though. I like that it was blue. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you got anything? Hollis is just the worst. Um, <laughs> you could totally have, yeah, like skipped over his entire thing. It wouldn't have mattered. Oh, there's the utterly ridiculous interaction where uh, Bronski's in the mess hall, and it's like, I can really go for a burger, fry, and a shake. And the pirate guy's like, But we've heard of bread and water. Think of it as your last meal. It's like, you could really have used either one of those jokes. Like, how about bread and water? We're putting you in jail. Or it'll be your last meal. But, like, together, it doesn't work as well. Yeah. And then I think he shoots him. Like, I think it's like... Yeah. The, there's also the, the little thing where they really point out his stress eating here. And I think it's becoming a problem, guys. We should probably talk to him about it. I agree. Um. Little wolf. Wolf at the squad. Yeah. Uh, we, we used to fight Neo Sapiens every day. And we, <laughs> your, your, your eating has affected me in the following ways. Is this a birthday party? <laughs> no, Bronski. We all banded together to fight Phaeton. But birthday cake is your Phaeton. <laughs> what are you guys all doing at the ground round? <laughs> <laughs> we knew you'd be here, Bronski. It's two in the afternoon. <laughs> Who goes to an Outback Steakhouse at 10 a.m.? What are you guys doing at Soup Plantation? <laughs> I can give up my frequent sub card anytime I want. <laughs> Bronski, you bought two unlimited pasta passes from, I, from all every of fifth, Every fifth sandwich free, so I get a free sandwich every day. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Um, I beat the system. <laughs> he's got it all figured out uh, um but yeah no this is, I think this is a really good episode it's just kind of weird coming back to barker i'm glad there aren't uh is the beastie boys yeah but yeah. um it's kind of a weird kind of a weird i was like oh yeah they didn't catch him um they just killed jubail well here's my here's my sort of thing my my sort of last point on this is that like bark is in the clear at this point like all he has to do is just keep on cruising through and everything's good and yet he goes back for one last score and gets everyone killed. So, you know, he just, yeah, he just misjudged it. Um, before we, well, so general consensus, good episode, right? Real good episode. Yeah, real, really good episode. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, RIP my man Barca, you know? Yeah, dude. Been a long journey. Um, what are you guys' favorite Barca moments? Mine are, mine's anytime he yelled at Hollis, just for being a smooth brand moron. And yeah, man, I just, you know, can miss him. He was my favorite character. Yeah, yeah anytime he manipulated Hollis was always a, a real. Just just kicking really that great. puppy. It was a good moment. And then it just sort of, at some point, you got to be like, it's on Hollis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, you got any, any last memories of my man Barca, Ryan? Uh, I mean, he's one of my 
he's definitely, as I've been rewatching this show, one of the more delightful characters to to fall back in love with. Um, I think I think a couple of moments that really stood out to me is that one where he's talking to Fate, uh, where he's talking in the, uh, and then Jubail walks in and is like, "I was just accusing uh, Simbaka of betraying the pirates. Don't you find that ironic?" Um, <laughs> and yeah, pretty much everything. I don't know. It, it was it was all joys. It was all joys. Yeah. So. Will, uh, oh yeah. Sorry. No, I will say that. I will say this. I'm I'm glad he existed. That was a really nice storyline that there was a pirate dissenter. I like that in the context of the show. Yeah, for real. Um, well, guys, you know, uh, time for MVPs. <laughs> I tried something different. It probably didn't work, but. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go for it up front. My MVP is Barca because the man gave us all this episode, and you know he left it all, all over the Exo Fleet when he blew up. So, Barca. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it to Barca too. This is kind of like his return to the king. Like <laughs> he's like like he's done great things that he's got no recognition for all up to now. But I really think he's earned the MVP this this time. Um. I- Part of me really wants to give it to Marsala for taking a few bullets for Nera. Taking all the baller hits. Part, then part of me's upset because I'm not sure she's worth it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Marsala. He just for being, just for continuing to be a good. He's an ally. Yeah, know, in every sense of the word. Yeah, seriously. Um, we got anything we want to plug? <laughs> Super quick. It's getting cold outside. Go to two. Go to two five. Go to Etsy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go to two five films. We'll film you being cold. Yes, you smooth brain. Yeah. Um, Go to Etsy.com and search for two loopy ladies, and you'll find an array of crocheted items. Two five films for all your videography needs. Uh, and give money to our Patreon. There is no limit. There is no limit on how much loot you can put into our treasure chest in space. Because we're As pirates. Usher says, no limit. <laughs> no limits, just right. Mixing metaphors and add slogans. <laughs> Look at how backstake has in here. Why? There's no rules. <laughs> okay, and finally, some recommendations. Um, I'm going to recommend, because actually now enough into it to appreciate it, Stranger Things Season 2. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoyed it as well. Um, uh, <laughs> Have I recommended Mindhunter? No, I think we vaguely talked about it a little bit, but... That will be my recommendation for this week. Mindhunter. Mime Hunter. Mime Hunter. The Silent Killer. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's from your, your, your gag from years ago where it's like... What was it? The mime right over my, uh, my friend or something like that? I, I have a, a weird idea of um, a mime driving a school bus, running over people, and and not be able to call for help. Like it's an accident, and he can't call for help. He's just a mime school bus driver. He <laughs> like hits someone, and, he, and there's nothing he can do about it. That's so funny. Um, Couldn't call for help. Well, guys, I think that was a solid, solid episode. For uh, sure. Strongly agree. So the next episode, which originally aired on October. Oh, by the way, we, we recorded the last episode on this, the anniversary of the original air date. 
which is kind of crazy. Really? Yeah, I we're, have no idea. We're the, be- we're the best. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we don't need to try, man. Fucking A. Um, I feel like there was a little bit of a throwback to the first episode where they're flying through the canes and Mars in this episode as well. Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking of that, too. And freaking... Uh, also, with the booby trapping, that had flashbacks kind of to the freighter in the first episode. Um, yeah. But the next episode is going to be episode 23, 36 overall. So we're, we're getting to that final stretch, man. Like... You know, only 47 more. Um, nice. <laughs> it's Martian Luck. And this is the one where I think we get introduced to the Exoscouts. So oh, we might need to, we may or may not have something extra going on here, but we will figure it out because there are, I think, two Exos- Exoscout episodes coming up. But... I would like to thank Eric Calderon for intro and outro music. His stuff is really cool. You can find it on YouTube and all over the web at 331ERock. Check it out. Uh, you can get in touch with us at Goals on Twitter. Email us at exosquadgoals at gmail.com. We come out with a new episode every Saturday-ish. Sometimes a little later. Never earlier. Every long weekend, let's just say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Depending on what my schedule looks like that weekend and if I'm hungover. What? Um... <laughs> Real life, guys. Um, but yeah, we come out with a new episode around every Saturday. Uh, go to our Patreon. Give us a hand if you want. Go review us, man. Like, it's helpful. Leave us a written review. Five stars on iTunes helps people find the, episode, find the podcast. Find that podcast is what I meant to say. And yeah, so for Exo Squad Goals, I'm Chris Mastalone. I'm Ryan Hardy. And I'm Chris Farantino. Are there any heroes in this company? No, sir. No, sir. Yeah. When you called the next episode Marsh in Luck, I thought it was Marsh in Luck. And then I thought it was Marsh in Love. And I thought, oh. Well, uh, you know. Also, also, guys, I downloaded the like logo image of Fish Police. And now whenever I open up my photos to like look for something, I see the, the logo from Fish Police. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I don't understand the show. What do you not understand? <laughs> They're fish and they need police. Fish police. Who polices the fish? If not for the fish police. <laughs> 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 Who watches the watch fish? <laughs> <laughs>